When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, wow. you may have been an agitated parent in the past. Probably not more agitated than a Brooklyn mom whose kids got booted out of high school to make room for the migrants. No, this is terrible because uh, they moved in. What's today? Uh, Wednesday. So they moved in yesterday, right? So they these parents found out on Monday night that their students who go to James Madison High School in Brooklyn would not be going to school the next day because 2,000 migrant families would be moving into the high school. So you find out your kid's not going to school the next day. You, you mentioned this earlier. That sets you into a panic. Yeah, I mean, the, the bigger issue is obviously your kid's getting booted out of school, and they told him it was going to be remote learning. Apparently, they're not even providing that. That's bad enough. But your immediate concern as a parent is, what What do I do? Take off work? What yeah. am I going to do with these And I know they're high schoolers. I get it. Probably can take care of But then you're worried. It's just going to be loose on the streets. That's even worse. Yeah, you're going to let your kids stay home. So they find out, and this woman just went and stood outside the school to yell at the city officials who were opening up the school at night to let these migrant families in. And lo and behold, the migrant bus pulled in while she was standing there. Yeah, she's yelling at uh, she's yelling at the officials, and then the bus pulls up, and she goes, "Oh, look at this!" She starts yelling at them. But this is when she was yelling at the school officials who, when they first started to open up the door, and she wasn't the only one. I think we've reached that point. I think we've reached the apex of people all across the country being aware of the southern border problem. I really think it's it's reached that point. Well, Everybody it, knows about it now. Yeah, well, it wouldn't have happened, though, had Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, not started to ship these buses to these migrant cities that say, oh, we're asylum seeker cities. Come on, you can stay. Right. Now they're overrun, and they don't know what to do about it, and they're yelling at Greg Abbott for sending all these migrant families to their cities. They're like, well, you know, before when it wasn't affecting you personally, it was fine. You didn't have an issue with the migrant situation. Now you do because you're overwhelmed, and now you're kicking out kids that belong in in the school, <laughs> and you're kicking them out of their school so and you can make room. By the way, of no fault of these particular, this is what the first crop of migrants have been trying. They've been shuffled back and forth. Uh, these are families, right? They were coming off these buses. That's different. I don't blame them at all for trying to get a better life. The Biden administration, they ran a campaign on opening up the border. They literally said, remember that line, right. we're open for business? I don't blame them. It's yeah. different now. Any video you check out, any drone footage, live on the scene reporting, the independent journalist will show you what the migrant caravans are like now. They're not the families that came off buses in Brooklyn last night. They're not. Yeah. They're streams and streams by the tens of thousands of migrants of young males of fighting age. Hmm, Tell convenient. me what that's all about. Yeah, well, they say many of them are already controlled by the Mexican drug cartel before they cross the border. Better so pay they, attention to this. Yeah, and if not, how many? Well, how many of the mic? Remember the ones, the Chinese residents? 
Oh yeah, they had. Oh, they sure. all had the same suits on, the same luggage, oh. the same shoes. What's that like, about? Yeah, okay. So you find a hundred of them and you round them up. I, it's it's crazy. Those and aren't this, young families looking for a better life. No, and unfortunately for these people that are being moved into James Madison High School in Brooklyn, it's it's we've said this since day one. It's no good for anybody. No, it's no good for the city. It's no good, especially for these poor migrants. No. Half of them don't even know anybody here. You're shuffling them from place to place. They got nowhere to stay. They have no income. Uh, it, it's horrific. They can't find any work. Uh, it's it's why are you doing this? It's bad for everybody. It's time for everybody to really pay attention to these cartels, not just in Mexico, but South American countries, hell, all over the world. What happened in Ecuador yesterday was a little small sampling of really where a problem is. And a lot of these countries are emptying prisons going right back to the cartels, where they came from, and the president of Ecuador is declaring an internal armed conflict in that South American country. Here's what it sounded like. They took over the main TV station in the capital. They just stormed in. Wonderful. So I guess the police gained control of that. They also controlled a major university. They expect more coming. It's it's a lot worse than apparently is being reported. And then you said, what, they opened up the prisons? Prisons are being opened up. Because cartels have that much power in South American countries, many of them. Can you imagine if you lived in one of these places? So now all of a sudden well, all well, of these— okay, Hold on a second. Can you imagine if you lived in Texas? Yeah, well, yeah, and they're coming across the border. I, if, if, I, I don't know how Greg Abbott has put up with that. I don't know how anybody puts up with it in Texas themselves. You have these ranchers that on a daily basis say they find 50 to 100 people on their property. Oh, yeah. That just, you know, have set up tents or living on their property. Granted, I mean, these are people with great deals of land and people say, well, you know, they got the land. Give it to the migrants. Uh, no. But you're also not allowed. They've put ranchers in Texas and Arizona in jail for this. You're not allowed to force them off your land. That's terrible. I you're know. not allowed to. You, you, you're the bad guy. In this twisted administration. It's like they have squatters' rights. You know what? I'm here, so I'm going to set up a tent on the back 40 of your 100,000-acre ranch, and I'm going to live here. And I'm going to, you know, shoot your cows so I can eat something. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's horrific. And this administration does absolutely nothing about it. Man, I nothing. tell you, better figure something out. It's Soon. bad. But the good news, if you want to take, we always try to take a light out of this whole thing. Unfortunately, what those Brooklyn parents are going through and other parents, you know, even on the border states, it's made everybody aware of it, at least. And that's the first step because there were there were most of this country had no clue until probably the last six months. So true. And it's been New York has been the really probably the most vocal about it oh, yeah. because Eric Adams is always complaining about something. Right. You know, he said uh, and then and then at first he was welcoming everybody and he was blaming Greg Abbott. And then he went after the Biden administration and said, we need more federal funding. And the Biden administration said, sorry, not going to give it to you. So how do you stay loyal to your party and to the person that you voted for as a president who just turns around and says, sorry, you're on your own now? Because you figure out where the money's coming Trump from. Trump did this. Oh, yeah. It's Trump's fault. It's all Trump's fault. Uh, sure it is. Sure it is. Well, in better news. Getting more information about that Alaska air flight with the door plug that got blown out of the plane. And that's the story that's the story that's given us stories for three straight days now. Now this lady has become a viral sensation. She took a selfie with some kid on the plane without a shirt because the airlock sucked the shirt out of the window. How do you like that? This kid's alive. And he had the wherewithal to ju- literally, she said he just jumped over the seat and plopped in next to her. 
And she's like, uh, uh, where'd you come from? <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> she, she went online, had to tell the story because people are going, what is up with this lady? Why doesn't that kid have a shirt on? I didn't know what was going on. And all of a sudden somebody new was sitting next to me and he didn't have a shirt on. It was just like one of those two hands down, like both, both feet over. He was, he just plopped down next to me and grabbed the mask right away. He said, let's take a selfie. <laughs> he had just gone through something unbelievable was the word he used. After hearing her a few times now, I, I think I know what the, I don't think the kid just wanted to take a selfie with some random mom probably for you know posterity purposes uh to get some money out of alaska airlines it's like i'm on this plane without a shirt yeah because it got sucked out of the hole in the side of the plane so there's there's your proof <laughs> there you go I'm with another passenger she can verify my story he's probably gonna sue for millions i, I could have been sucked out of the hole no, unfortunately i think is his real reason was so he could show all his friends how cool it was that he survived his shirt got sucked out and he's in the seat with some hot chick standing next to him well, or sitting behind him that's the relevant question now we need to determine how hot the mom was well, because she, that might answer all these questions <laughs> if, she's, if she's hot that's the reason he right. had the selfie at first it. i thought it was her insisting on the selfie no it's him yeah, it's, that's funny according to her well so true but he got this kid's story it was you know she took a selfie with her where was his phone oh probably in his shirt did he get sucked out of the was his one of the phones that got oh, sucked out of the plane maybe i don't know interesting Boy, this this story just keeps on giving though it's what well, let me tell you it makes you wonder about the doors on these planes hopefully they settle that down how many people have gotten on a plane since and have looked at all those little those little bolts around the door and oh. asked and have said something right so this thing's secure because you know people have done it. Or at least ask what kind of plane it is. I never thought about what the model of plane was before who the manufacturer was. I'm like, what do I care? Now I care. Now you care. Well, how do you think the flight crew feels? You know, I got to fly one of these things or I got to fly in the back as a, you know, a flight attendant. Oh, boy. And they're usually sitting right next to that door at takeoff. Hey, what's, and your, landings. what's your assignment today? You're flying on old Nelly. Oh no, <laughs> not the not the seven thirty seven series nine. Oh yeah, stay away from the door. Old Nelly. All right. Good morning, lads. Coming up next, we've got uh, Peter. They sicked Peter Ducey on John Kirby to get the Lloyd Austin story out of the Pentagon, and it went about as well as you'd expect. Well, poor John Kirby. Well, I, I, poor John Kirby. He deserves it, but uh, yeah, Lloyd Austin. They got to fix this problem too. Oh man. And uh, the battle between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel has its latest stage. Aaron Rodgers has fought back now. I'll tell you what he said. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Why should we believe anything that this administration tells us about anything ever again? Well, when that's your opener, it's going to go about <laughs> as badly as you could possibly expect for John Kirby. The first big press conference after the whole Lloyd Austin defense secretary affair where went to the hospital. Nobody knew. Administration didn't know. President doesn't know where he is. Mm-hmm. So he's, then it goes to John Kirby and is a bunch of times. They didn't have time to get it all, but he, he starts going, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, we know it's bad. Whoa. <laughs> we know it's bad. And he tried to explain it away. I think we all recognize, and I think the Pentagon has been, very, very honest with themselves about uh, the uh, the challenge to, to to credibility by what by what has transpired. About how it went. Yeah, and it went downhill from there, and they found out. They finally announced yesterday that being the Pentagon or uh, this. I don't know if it was the Secretary of Defense or whoever came out with said, 
Oh, by the way, he had prostate cancer. Yeah, exactly. So he goes in just he goes in like the day before Christmas for prostate cancer and then has complications, has to go back in, ends up in ICU for four days and doesn't tell anybody about it. Then has a conversation with the president of the United States via computer video chat while he's in the hospital and doesn't tell the president he's in the hospital. And this guy is in charge of our military? Are you kidding me? I'm just saying he is and he was the line between the president yeah. of the United States, commander-in-chief, and military front line, and this guy is incognito and out of commission. And you wish him the best. That's a serious it's diagnosis. It's horrible. We totally get that. But my God, and really it's just a, it's a, it's a systemic thing. That, that's a, that the whole department's a mess, and then they're dealing with another mess in the White House. No one's talking to each other, and you got a guy. The whole confirmation for me of this entire thing was if you ever suspected that Joe Biden is not in charge, this should be your confirmation. It was for me. It was. And it's not him. It, 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 it even go, it went further than that. First, the president doesn't know. No one in the Pentagon knew, including Austin's replacement, who's supposed to fill in when he's not available. Yes, yeah, she, she didn't even know. She got back from a trip. She said, huh? <laughs> like what? You know you've had, uh, you've been in charge of the nuclear codes for the past 24 hours, right? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Isn't that great? I was at lunch. What happened? Jeez. Uh, it's, it's, it's horrifying. And they're just blowing this off. And the president keeps on saying, no, nope, we're not going to fire him. He's not going to resign. He's doing his job. There was, I don't know what kind of condition the poor guy's in right now, but he did release, or his office, somebody, however that works, released some kind of a statement. The only thing he said about it was, I have no plans to resign. I like that. No That's all resign. they said. Yeah, and and I think the Biden administration comment was, I didn't see Jean-Pierre if she said anything, was based on his past performance, which has been stellar. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah, they're not going to do anything about making him resign. My lasting image him. of that guy, you know, beyond Afghanistan and everything else, he wasn't the only one to blame for that one. He's, do you remember during covid he was walking up greeting troops, and he was double-masked, and he had the big plastic visor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, anyway, he's uh, is he home now? Do we know? I don't, he, who knows? Or is he still in the hospital? You're not allowed to ask questions, I guess, <laughs> of where the defense secretary is. What an absolute uh, – ma- I'm, I'm, I'm shocked we've gone this far, uh, and we're still here <laughs> to talk about it in this country. Isn't this okay? And if you think we're being a little crazed, no. Okay, cha- just change the administration name from Biden to Trump. If this was Trump's defense secretary, and it went it went off the rails for five days, four or five days, no one knew he was in ICU. No one even knew he was in the hospital. You didn't realize what the backlash would be. I, I'm with a lot of people. I first found out about the story from Trump. He started uh, posting about it, saying that this is a ridiculous situation going on. And you look in a little further, I'm like, huh? And then Trump posts again, calling for his firing. He should. They should have fired him on day one. This is nuts. Oh, what did he say? What did Austin say? It was a lack of judgment. Lack of judgment. <laughs> you're, you're in charge of the military, for God's sakes. And I'm not quitting. Oh, my God. Oof. It's horrifying. It really is. Well, Just Jimmy saying. Kimmel the other night went on uh, his late night talk show and he, he uh, under orders from ABC and took shots at Aaron Rodgers. You know exactly that's what's behind this whole thing. By the way, that monologue yeah. was eight minutes long. Eight, uh, of eight not, minutes. If you remember, it sounded like this. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. Oh, that's... That's wow. full of laughs, that uh-huh. late-night monologue, isn't it? But he spent eight minutes trashing Aaron Rodgers. Of course, you know how this works by this time. It's 
on orders from ABC executives because Aaron Rodgers went on an ESPN program with Pat McAfee and he took shots at Jimmy Kimmel and back and forth, blah, 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 right? That's how that works. Latest foray into this fight was Aaron Rodgers. His appearance yesterday on the Pat McAfee show, where he was back and he explained the whole beef he has with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. But he explained, I think, pretty damn well his whole thing about why he still talks about COVID and he wrapped it up. Right. Why he still talks about it. You know what? I'm on Team Aaron Rodgers. So my whole point is, listen, they lied to us uh, many times over. They uh, locked us up. They uh, closed our businesses. They increased the mental health issues exponentially. The uh, the rates of suicide went way up. And, and they're just like, they vilified us. It's really becoming a big media story to keep an eye on this thing. Because in this very same show, Pat McAfee, again, ESPN airs it, right? Owned by ABC. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's calling out particular executives, one in particular, who says they're trying to ruin this show. And he says, and it's all over what this one guest, Aaron Rodgers, is saying about COVID. So they're this trying really to put something Pat to watch. McAfee out of business. That's what Pat McAfee claims. Oh, he's probably right. All over, once again, saying the wrong things. About COVID, God forbid. Isn't that something? You challenge these people. You never, yeah, think, you never think media exposure comes through a sports program, a little podcast the guy put together. You know, it's even at the same time, Fauci today is back in front of that subcommittee. It was oh. the first day he was there seven hours. Uh, it should be interesting to see. No one's talking about it. No. Because no one's t- saying what Fauci said. No one's talking about this you know, special subcommittee looking into it. But he's supposed to be answering questions about when he knew. When COVID first existed, how bad was it in China? Did it come out of that Wuhan lab? Was it part of, you know, our funding for their research? It's It should be interesting, but we'll probably never hear anything about it. And if we do, does anybody care? That was the question that Pat McAfee said to Aaron Rodgers. He goes, why are you still talking about this? They've won. They've they've held back the information for so long that now when, when truth starts to come out, people are like, yeah, but I, I just, I can't hear about COVID anymore. I can't do it. I'm done. They won. That's exactly what they wanted to do. Delay the truth long enough so that no one will listen. It's exactly what happened. And people believe what they were fed. Wow. Hmm. We'll have lighter stuff coming up Please. in rapid fire. I hope. That and some headlines. Coming up, <laughs> uh, we'll go around the room with some headlines, let you know what's going on just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's get you updated with some info. We've got all kinds of stuff, hopefully balancing out the uh, scary stuff with the good stuff. Jen's got the first one. Well, this kind of depressed me because I was all excited about the Artemis 2 and Artemis 3 oh, missions. Uh, NASA has announced the launch of Artemis 2 was pushed back originally, and then they pushed it back again to this coming November. Now that's been pushed back almost a year to September of 2025. Oh. That mission was to feature four astronauts who were going to go up and just orbit the moon. They weren't going to land. They were just going to orbit it. The Artemis 3 mission, which was going to put humans back on the surface of the moon, now has been pushed to September of 2026. Oh, so a year man. after the first one. They're testing all kinds of things. Uh, according to 
Bill Nelson, the NASA administrator. They are delays to issues they have to look at. The spacecraft heat shield, the battery, the ventilation system, and the temperature control. Apparently, they have issues with every single one of those things. Whoa. Well, if you plan on going to the moon, you should probably figure that out. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> now, when you put it in those terms, Jen, I can understand the delay. So, uh, Artemis IV, by the way, the mission that will land on the moon and they'll stay there is 2028. I'm so looking forward to this, guys. Because I was. This is... um. We go to Epcot, as you guys know. We go to Disney, like, you know, like all the time. You live there, we know. Pretty much. And when we go to Epcot, Killian really likes the spaceship Earth, right? You know, you go into the big ball there in Epcot, and you. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you go know, through the history of time and everything, yeah. the big events. And every time we come up to the scene where it's, you know, we landed on the moon, and you come up to the scene of the animatronic family in front of the TV watching the moon landing, and I think to myself, I'm like, man, we're gonna get to do that. We're gonna get to watch a moon landing soon. I guess it's just going to be a little bit longer than we thought. But as far as we've gotten in progress is you driving home and stopping at Bucky's. Pretty much. Yes. That's where we are in reality. <laughs> <laughs> and you're stuck on the turnpike coming home. That's, that's about it. That is definitely a side trip. That is for sure. Uh, there was some sad news, sadly, out of uh, Mar-a-Lago last night. But Melania Trump lost her mom. That's and then the sad. president followed it up with a statement saying that it's a sad day for uh, you know the, the entire Trump family. And she was 78 years old. Uh, her name was... Amalia Navs, no cause of death or anything. But interestingly enough, she made the announcement on her ex account last night. Mm, interesting. That's her huh? main uh, method of communication mm. these days, apparently. Good for shame. her. That's sad. Know. It's yeah. a sad day for everybody in that family. Yeah. But looking forward, I wonder, I wonder if, and if the polls hold up, she will be first lady again, if she will have a pretty big presence on the X platform, formerly Twitter. It may be. If that's, so. where, if that's where you announce the death of your mom, that may be her go-to coming here pretty soon. Could really happen, considering her husband's on Truth Social. Exactly. What better way to cover both? Mm. Well, my husband said, the president right. said. Interesting. Well, I wonder if Trump was like, you should have put that on Truth first, Millennium. I know, right? <laughs> what are you doing? You got to put that on Truth. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of uh, the ex-platform guys, mm. or, uh-oh, Twitter, as I still call it, is... We've seen the success of, you know, Tucker Carlson on Twitter and everything like right. that. Oh, yeah. And, all you know, all the different content that people put on there now. Well, apparently there's a few people that have seen that success, and they want a piece of the pie. It's good. It's good news. It is. And especially it's because it's both sides of the aisle. Yep. Don Lemon, a.k.a. Don Lemon, mm-hmm. who's been fired from CNN last year, he's going to have a show on X now. Tulsi Gabbard, again, different side to the aisle. She's going to do her own thing on there. And then on the sports side, Jim Rome. Yep. Who I think has a thing on CBS Sports. I'm not sure if that contract ended or if he's just going to do both. But he's Jim got Rome's a lot so to fun. show on there. I always love to listen to him because he talks at really, really short bursts. That's right. We got a great, I got a great take. Have a great take. This, this team is so good. Break me <laughs> off of facts. <laughs> My ex show is so good. That's cool. You know what? That cadence. Nobody can do it like I have him. a prediction about this, too, because people have always, there's always been a rumor about Don Lemon, Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. He was basically playing a part before he got fired on CNN. He's not like that. I, I bet that. you this show really? that he puts together on X is going to be a complete shocker where he's free to actually give his real opinions and common sense. I could see that. You know, Chris Cuomo's kind of like that, uh-huh. too, where he has his show on News Nation, yeah. I think it is. He's much different on there than no. he was on CNN. And they've said as much, that they were basically play actors when they were working for CNN. They are all told to be, or, you know, they're not going to get the paycheck. Right. No, I I, and I it. believe it. I'm I bet curious. You, I, 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 my prediction, I bet I you Don Lemon's like show one. on X is going to be a good one. Okay. All right. 
I like it. Can you punch me up over there? I'm hoping this is going to oh, work. Okay. Because I, I'm going to go apply for a job this afternoon. And I may get it, guys, so All I right. may not be here next week. So just be prepared, okay? Let's see. Just so you know. You're going to be a wiener? I'm not going to be a wiener, but I could very well be a hot dogger because Oscar Mayer Wiener is looking for new people to drive its iconic wiener mobile. Oh, the search is on. The 27-foot-long hot dog-shaped vehicle. I'm going to get paid just about 35 grand a year, 150 bucks allowance a week. I'm in. I got to travel 20,000 miles, they say, and visit at least 40 cities. Only 200 miles at a time, because unfortunately the wiener is electric now. Oh, is that right? (laughs) Jen's electric wiener. That's what it's called now. She's going to be rolling around here. Hey, uh, did anybody see where I parked my electric wiener? (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe this. I can't believe you just said that. Where do I plug in my electric wiener? Hey, I'm just... Hey, I'm just talking about a car. I don't know what you people are thinking. I can't believe this. Well, here's the second part of the uh, Pentagon press conference that did not go well yesterday for John Kirby. He got all flustered. and Here was the opening question from Peter Ducey. Why should we believe anything that this administration tells us about anything ever again? He, uh, <laughs> He's got a point. He, <laughs> this is the first press conference from the Pentagon since Lloyd Austin was... Basically MIA. The guy was sick. Turns out he was he's getting uh, prostate cancer treatment. You know, it's sad. which is important sure. and sad. But no one knew, including the White House. Here's the here's the second part where Kirby was just pre- pretty much saying, you know what? I just um, yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. It's he, he wound up saying the he said it's bad, and I apologize about that. But you know, um, Peter. You're going to have to let me finish here, and you're going to have to let me explain exactly, because I'll I'll get to it eventually. This is part this is part two of Kirby. But if you could logically argue that the minute... Oh, wait, wait. Years old. Wait a second. Just give me a second here, bub. I'll get there. If, if the administration made some He's waving sort of his Machiavellian hands now. effort uh, across the board to, to, to keep this from getting public, then I think your question has merit. And, and certainly is a fair one. I don't think it's a fair one because that's not what happened here, Peter. What happened here is the Secretary of Defense, uh, for whatever reason, I can't answer the question why, uh, that information wasn't shared. Now, can you imagine being John Kirby <laughs> who has to try to explain this and he knows that Peter Ducey's going to be in the, in the audience asking yeah, him questions? We oh. don't know why he didn't want to share the information that he was in ICU for five days. He wrapped up the whole thing by going, <sighs> okay, it's bad, all right? What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> well, the, the, you know you got John Kirby flustered when you have him calling you bub. Listen, bub. bub. Uh, listen, Hold on a bub. second, bub. The interesting part is, you know, do, do, do he and Jean-Pierre uh, sit back there and flip a coin as to who's going to go face oh. little Peter Ducey on this question? They must Kirby, hate him so much. You, you got to go. And they I love it. Okay. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment. Your Secretary of Defense is out of commission for more than a week, and no one knows about it. You can't have it. You can't. It's really scary. We haven't had a major incident. Thank God we haven't. Thank God. We're playing beat the clock at this point. Oh, man, you're not kidding. Have you guys ever had something like an important news or phone call that you weren't expecting that while you're on vacation? And you're like, wow, I wasn't expecting to do this while I was on vacation. Yeah, sure. Sure, why? What happened? Well, there's a baseball player named Luke Rowley. You know him, Bill? Plays for the Tampa Bay Rays. I don't think so. Well, he was on his honeymoon. Oh, no. (laughs) 
He's not his What, they call him to tell him they got tra- they <laughs> get traded? Oh, no, you're kidding me. <laughs> He's hanging out at a resort in St. To the St. Savannah Lucia. Sand Nats. <laughs> no, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. But imagine, he's going across the country. He's playing He's playing volleyball in the pool with his friends and his wife. They're probably at, you know, they're at a resort in St. Lucia. Everybody's having fun, hanging out, having a good time. He gets into the pool, checks his phone. He has 20 missed calls. Oh, my god! And a ton of text messages of people trying to tell him, hey, you were just traded to Seattle. And he had no idea. Oh, oh that's horrible. How crazy is that? They found that out on his honeymoon. Were any of those calls from the team? I think so. Or any of the new team? You know. Yeah, it might have been, e- right? Either probably, Tampa or Seattle? Probably both his agent and the teams oh, and everything. Because there are like, bigger players that have found out only through social media posts. Right. Like no really? one called. Oh, yeah. Yep. But they figured this guy, nobody knows him, so they had to call him. They're trying to call him. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to call him. Hey, Luke, you've been training. He's just playing volleyball, having fun in his honeymoon. Oh, man. And then you're going to look at your wife and say, your new wife, and say, by the way, we're moving across the country to moving from Seattle, Seattle where it rains 360 so he, days oh. out of the year. So he goes in to get some Wi-Fi for whatever resort they are, and he comes back and he goes, well, honey, I got good news and bad news. Bad news, I got traded. Good news is, we're out of Tampa, baby! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious! So he said it didn't put a damper on the trip, though. They still had a good time. Oh, well, he, I mean, is he? That's ter- you know what though. I know they can't if wait. If you're like, you're a football player, baseball player, soccer player, you're like meat. Okay, yeah. I just oh, sold you gosh, to the, yes. the the butcher next door. It's a for a buck fifty a pound. See you later. How he gets to play baseball for a living? No feel, but what's the league minimum now? Oh, forget it. It's probably like 500000 or yeah. something. The very least he can make. So much money in baseball. Well, you're speaking of sports and a lot of money. How about basketball? We should talk about Miami's coach coming back. Oh, yeah. He's got a nice deal. Big yeah. extension. That's, it was a smart move, though, by the way, for that team to do that. We've got that coming up. We've got some more headlines. And we've got uh, an amazing a follow-up of an amazing rescue story we had actually before the Christmas break. It's amazing this guy was alive. Yes. Trapped for six days. Incredible. All right, then more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We have also deployed Florida Highway Patrol troopers to the Panhandle who are actively escorting critical equipment and personnel into impacted areas. That was the governor even before they got most of the really bad weather on the Panhandle yesterday. Bay County most affected. It was pretty rough. No doubt about that. The sheriff there called it pretty catastrophic damage from the storm. Well, they said, what, four tornadoes touched down? Yeah, a couple of hundred, about a hundred people were displaced overall. Yeah, they had uh, four overall EF2s. Nobody killed, minor injuries. Some homes had their roofs torn off. I guess the most dramatic video was the one you were talking about. A house just kind of like went sideways and slid off the foundation. It's pretty wild to see. It looks like it's just leaning up against the house next door. So not only did it, you know, destroy that house, but it probably did a lot of damage to the house it's leaning up against. Yeah. Because it probably just slid right into it. And I can explain that one to the insurance company. Not the house that slid off the foundation, the one that got hit. Yeah, exactly. Well, my house isn't right because it got hit by the house next door. Uh, an EF2, by the way, it's 111 miles an hour to 135 miles per hour. So you're saying your house next door ran into your house. Yes, that's correct. So you have a house, so we don't have to cover you. <laughs> no, I, that's not my house. Yeah, but there is a house. And you can understand what this conversation would be like. Oh, if you've ever dealt with it. Oh, my uh, God. There, I, Or the house co- that slid off the foundation. So you're saying you have a foundation. Yeah. But yeah. no, but my house isn't sitting on it. Well, but you could have a house. Yeah. So if we push it back, it'll be on the foundation. <laughs> we put, sir, can you push the house back <laughs> on the foundation? It looked like it was on stilts. It was kind of hard to figure out from the picture that I saw. Man. But it's um, these poor people. I, hopefully there was nobody in it. 
Oh, I know. God. Uh, the, the the more surprising thing and the the better news is, unfortunately, no one was killed. Absolutely. They had some. I, I think it was a guy in it was in Orlando somewhere. Uh, I want to say a little bit further south. Uh, a tree fell on the house. And they yeah. got stuck inside the house, so the neighbors came and cut the tree up to get the person out of the house. I'm thinking, nice neighbors, thank you. Yeah, you know, it's nice to see things like that still happening. That people come to your rescue. So it uh, it, it was ugly, but it, here, did you get anything? Because the further south you went, it seemed the less of the impact. We really didn't was. get much. Thing, you know, knock on wood. It was just uh, it was it was what a weird weather day though. For most of at least I know Palm Beach County, it got really humid. Mm-hmm. We got that spattering of rain, really windy, and then it got clear. We got more wind after that, and now it's a beautiful day today. Right. I guess it hit us around 10 o'clock. It was like a mini hurricane. Yeah, very and strange. it lasted maybe 20 minutes. Things were flying. You know, palm fronds came down. Plants went flying here and there. But other than that, that was it. Weird. A little bit of rain. Very strange. Speaking of rescues, we had this story. I think you had it in rapid fire before we broke for Christmas, and it was an amazing story on its own. And now you get even more details about how scary it was. Uh, it was the rescue of an Indiana guy. He survived six days. They originally said four. It was six days Ooh. after being trapped in his crash truck under a bridge. I think it was a bunch of it was a, it was a couple of fishermen. A guy and his dad found him at first. Yeah, it was it was like the day after Christmas. I think it was. It might have been Christmas Day that this happened. It was in Portage, Indiana. This guy, Mike Room, Matt Room is his name. He was the one that was in the accident. I guess it had snowed. The roads got slick. He went off the, the road over the embankment and ended up crashed underneath the bridge below. And the, and the bridge, obviously, was it was a river. So he's submerged in water. The front of the truck's all banged up. But if you stood on the bridge or anywhere near the bridge on the road above, you couldn't see the truck because he was completely oh. underneath the bridge. I mean, it's a miracle they found him. So these and then two that guys, he's alive is even more of a miracle. So these two guys decide to go, well, we're going to go fish in the middle of, I don't know, uh, after a blizzard in Indiana. And one of them spots something shiny. And they said, we should go walk that. And they walked yeah. down the embankment a little bit further and down the river. And here they found the truck. So now we have the audio of... Uh them, you know, because they got their phones out when they actually found the guy and they were just shocked that he was alive and what kind of condition he was in. You stay there, we got medics coming, okay? Don't worry about nothing. We got you, buddy. We're going to get you out of here, okay? Jesus, how long has he been there? They said six or seven days. Holy cow. Can you imagine what kind of condition he was in? No, he was he was lucky to be alive. One of the guys, his last name was Garcia, he said they thought they were going to find him dead because he moved the the airbag had been deployed, you know, and, yeah. and he moved the airbag figuring there'd be nobody inside or they'd find a body. And he said all of a sudden the guy woke up and he went, hi. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And now he's, uh, you know, not fully recovered, but recovering from the hospital. Here's Matt telling his story and where he is now. I have learned how to walk again with assistance uh, and a walker. And, you know, at 27, I never thought that it was going to be challenging for me to do that, but it is. But I bet you when he was in that truck in like day four oh. or five, he didn't think he was going to live. I can imagine. Yeah, it's in um, Portage is northwest uh, Indiana. So uh, he's close to the, the lake. And I guess it was really cold. They said the he said the only reason he survived was sheer God was with him. But he said there was a pipe uh, th- that it was a drainage pipe that was right on the truck. And when it would the snow would melt, mm. the water would come in the truck, and he'd collect it and he'd drink it. it was the only reason he didn't dehydrate. Because wow! You can live a couple of days without food, but you don't live long without water. How about that, an amazing story. It's a miracle. Feel good story. Good for those fishermen to help him out. 
Hey, coming up next, well, uh, I think we've reached the, the high point of awareness about the migrant problem because now you've got an actual high school kicking out students to make room for them in Brooklyn, New York. You can imagine how those parents feel. We're going to hear from some of them. Oh, I'm one of this. This one woman's spectacular. Wow. Huge. Good for her. We got that. And uh, President Trump may make his own closing arguments this week in one of his court cases. I wish we could hear it live. Oh, I know. It would be so cool. All right, that and more. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I've heard frustrated parents before, but this lady takes the case. But I got to say, justifiably so. This is Brooklyn, New York. This is James Madison High School, right? Yeah, James Madison. They booted out the students, and they told them they were going to learn online for the foreseeable future. A couple of days at first, then they extended that. And now, a lot of these parents are saying, there's no online learning at all. The reason why was to make room for the migrants. For 2,000 migrant families that had to be moved from where they were, which is apparently outside living in a tent, who knows, because of these storms that were moving into the Brooklyn area. So they tell these parents it's 6 o'clock on Monday night. By the way, your kid's not going to school tomorrow because we're moving in these migrant families. So this mother no went, warning. went down to the high school. Probably figuring, you know what, the city officials have to show up to open up the school and get it ready, right? Oh, yeah. And that's when she, she the first part of it, she's talking to the city officials or the school officials who are opening up the school so her kid can't go there. And she wasn't the only one, but she was the best one. <laughs> I hate to say it. I mean, that's she the, was, it was great. And then so, so she has the camera pointed at the officials opening up the doors. While she's doing that, the buses pull up. She's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> I think she was on, it must have been Facebook Live or I some community so. group. So then she starts yelling at the drivers, the family, everybody. Very unfair. I'm way. sorry, hold on a second. Here's the oh, angry mom. mother, that's why. Now, look at that. Look at that. Take it off my kid's school. Take all the kids out to sleep here tonight, huh? How long you staying? How long you staying? <laughs> It's not the family's fault, though. It's not anybody's fault, but one person, one administration to blame is the Bidens. They opened the border. Well, you know what? And it's it's funny because nobody in New York, nobody in Chicago, nobody in Detroit, where they're sending all of these to the sanctuary cities, so to say, the the blue sanctuary cities. No one there is blaming the Biden administration. However, Eric Adams. The mayor of New York has asked the Biden administration for more federal funding to take care of all the migrant families who have been sent to his city. Mm. And the Biden administration said, nah, sorry, <laughs> figure it out yourself. They don't care. So they don't care. So now all of a sudden the, the, the group that you belong to, the Democratic Party, has turned its back on you sure. and said you're on your own. Right. How do you feel about that? I only tell you, I'd be leaving that party in a heartbeat. But now they're displacing kids. So it's been two days now, three days, coming on three days. These kids can't go to school because you've got families living in it. I'll say this. Uh, trying to find a bright spot in this. It all starts with awareness at first. I mean, six months ago, you didn't have two-thirds of this country aware of even this issue, what was happening. But so n- true. now you have to be. And that's where it starts, where you put pressure on these public officials. they got to say this about, I don't know about that mom. I don't know. I just know that region. They voted for this. Oh, they, yeah, they're pretty much Democratic. So. Everybody should have known. Everybody, they, they telegraphed it. They ran a campaign on this that we're open for business. That was one of their campaign lines. They told you they were going to open the border. And everybody, when you thought it was just going to be stuck in Texas or Arizona or these other states, you had no plan on going to. Well, now it affects you. Now you care. How do you like that? 
I, you know, California deals with it, and you wonder why California is so expensive to live in. Yeah, it's because they give the migrant families. Migrants have more priorities in California than an American citizen. Sure, it's whatever they they get first priority for schools, they get first priority for medicine, they get first priority for what daycare, whatever the case may be. I, my sister in law, when the kids, her kids were my nephews were little, used to complain about it all the time. Similar situation now in New York. Kids are getting thrown out of their schools so the migrant families can have a place to stay. And it's it's no good for the migrant families either. Who it's not ben- their fault. Who it's benefits not. from any of this? You're taking families who are coming here trying to find a better life. And what are you doing? You shuttle them back and forth between a shelter, a high school, some old rundown apartment building that you decided to reopen and put them in that wasn't safe for a rat to live in. Right. Uh, it's it's disgusting what they do to these poor people. They were sold a bill of goods of a golden promised land right. by this administration. They opened up the border. They're here. It's, it's no better life for them, no. really. And, no other, and now you've got a completely anybody. different situation. If you watch this, anybody's coverage, even CNN, Fox, independent journalists who are down there at the border, at Eagle Pass, overhead drone shots of massive migrant caravans. It's not these families anymore. It's no. not. It's, it's, it's large... Gangs and groups of fighting age males, early 20s, late teens, 30s, who are coming. Why are they here? And it's not just Mexico. It's not just South American. It's, it's, it's from all over the world. What did you say? They just had this story at the top of the hour, actually, in the news. Finally, the first time I've heard it here this morning, about that Ecuadorian situation. Oh, pay what attention the, to that. The gangs took over a, a, a TV station, right? The cartels are so powerful in Ecuador. They took over a college the streets, this one town and this TV station, it sounded like this. They just barged in. They obviously went on camera to get their messaging out. They they taped up the, the whole TV station staff, eventually got arrested. The police took control. But the cartels have become so powerful, they're running things now. Great. There's a state of emergency in that entire nation right now. Isn't that great? And. So. They, they're for what they want and what they're starting to get is opening up the prisons of their cartel buddies. Where do you think they're going? Oh, right here. You think they're going to stay in Ecuador? No, they're not staying there. They're going to make their way right over to the United States, right over to Mexico and just walk across. Massive problem. In. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Somebody better close it quickly. Trump made a video last night or at least released it last night about that very same open border uh, problem. Uh, but before he did that, he was talking along with his attorneys in Washington, D.C., about that uh, presidential immunity case where he said this. Very unfair when a political opponent is prosecuted by the DOJ, by Biden's DOJ. But he said with immunity, and I guess his lawyers, it was really weird. There were no cameras in the courtroom, but there was audio from their arguments that were allowed. Very strange. Uh, but they made a very valid point. You know, when, it, when people put things in and they dumb it down for me, that's when I understand it. But it, they put it in perspective. They said... Obama gives the Navy SEALs the the right to go in and kill somebody, some terrorist. Right. You know, Osama bin Laden. But Obama and any other given day, if he weren't president of the United States, would be considered you're basically the head of a mob and you just hired a hit. And they they pointed out specifically, remember all the drone attacks Obama used and authorized? Right. And Trump said you have to give the president's immunity to be able to do this, otherwise you never get anything done. No. It's the opening of a Pandora's box, and that's a very that's a very sad thing that's happened with this whole situation. Uh, when they talk about uh, threat to democracy, that's your real threat to democracy. Mm. Can you imagine, though, you know, the, the president of the United States puts a hit on, say, the, the leader of Hamas. 
for example. And so the Navy SEAL Team 6 goes in, takes them out. The next thing you know, you get six guys facing murder charges because they just took out a terrorist and the president's an accomplice. It's like, okay. Hey, uh, I was with SEAL Team 6. Were you? Yeah, legal department. I was a lo- <laughs> They're storming into a building in the Middle East somewhere. They got lawyers with suitcases. Oh, hold on a Wait second. I'm going to see if you can legally do this. Hold on a minute. Let's see if the terrorists can sign this waiver. Uh, it's like, come on. So, I mean, they made a very valid point. So what's even interesting, you got him in this case, and then on Thursday, uh, tomorrow, he is going to be in New York City uh, allegedly doing the – and I didn't realize you could do your own closing arguments, I guess, if you fire your attorneys or you say you want to do them. Uh, He's going to do his own uh, closing arguments in the Letitia James situation with his overinflation of his property values. God, I wish we can get – uh, sound from that. That'd be great. Oh no, he's going to go walk out in the cavernous tavern there, yeah. and where it echoes like a echo chamber, and then give a press conference after the fact. But it, it ought to be epic to hear what he's going to say. Yeah, he'll talk about it after the fact, but to get oh, because he's going to say something directly to uh, what's her face, a Letitia James. He's going to say, "You're not very bright, are you?" Oh, that'd be great. He'll probably invite her. Would you like to come see it yourself? You're more than welcome. <laughs> it should be. We got a nice I'm, pool in Mar-a-Lago. I'm sure, but you know what? Does he put up visuals? You know, does he pull a Grady Judd and say, "Okay, here's Mar-a-Lago." Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> this little part, the vestibule, that's worth eight million dollars. Right. See that doorknob? <laughs> it's more than what you make a year, Letitia. Yeah, that's about it. So it should be interesting to see what happens. Uh, switching to DeSantis for a quick sec. He was part of the most boring uh, presidential debate in history. We don't have that, but he did a good thing for Florida now and. For uh, he's inviting now Jewish students who feel threatened on Ivy League campuses come to Florida. We'll make it easier. Can we just keep him as governor? I know. Stop running for the presidency. I know. It's like stop. I can't handle it. And we have a super local, super important rock star birthday to announce coming up next. Yeah. Is he coming by for birthday cake? Yeah, he'll be. He'll be by. Okay. Yeah, he's picking up fair tickets. I'm sure he'll be here. <laughs> if that more coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, the people that would like to be president. One of them to be president again. They're out in Iowa. Uh, president Trump's going to have his town hall. That'll be more exciting than what is sure to be the probably the most boring debate of all time. Ron DeSantis oh. and Nikki Haley. Only White House hopefuls on stage. That's tonight, by the way. The is it Republican really? presidential primary. There, is that? that is going to be not a good watch. Where's the Schwamm? The Schwamm says it's too boring to participate. <laughs> oh, okay. He really did. He just released a video this morning. He goes, oh. I, don't, I don't even care. It's going to be so boring. Well, they did Nikki Haley. They, uh, Fox did the, the town hall with her. Then they did DeSantis last night, which right. was kind of boring. And then tonight it's Trump at the same time this is going on. Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't it's, know. Uh, is anybody watching these things? I don't even watch them. No. What, do you think they really pay that close attention? They show up for the events in Iowa, but really, is it like because it'll be televised locally there, obviously, too. Do you think people in Iowa, like in Des Moines, are sitting down going, oh, we got to watch this debate between DeSantis and Nikki Haley? Nah. Figure out who we're going to vote for in the caucus. Oh, what are they? What are they they're, they're running for position two. Yeah, pretty much. In the so event far. that something happens to Trump, uh, considering the Democratic Party's trying to get him off the ballot in mm. every state, but that should be interesting to see. Uh, Trump's still way ahead. Uh, the caucuses are Monday, by the way. Right. They don't celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Day? And everything's closed? Guess not. Maybe maybe they do because everything is closed. They get people oh, to maybe, vote. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's yeah, schools are closed. Maybe that's why exactly why they do it. I wasn't even thinking. Huh. So, yeah, but they, they the caucuses are Monday. So we'll find out how much Trump's going to win by. Right. And the question is, who comes in second? Is yeah. it going to be DeSantis or is it going to be Nikki Haley, who is spending, by the way? She's outspending him 10 to 1. It's unreal how much money's coming from there. And I guess it's all from the big, huge, lefty 
finance operations. BlackRock, Vanguard, everybody. Is it really? Oh, it's amazing. That's where her money's coming from. Okay. That's what Ramaswamy has said. She's the Trojan horse. If they can get a Republican president that advances all the leftist causes, the ultimate. Then they've won. Then she it right. That's what she wants to do. In the meantime, DeSantis did something for our state. Remember that? Remember when he was governor? Yeah. Well, he still is. <laughs> now he declared a state of emergency long before yep. those storms hit the panhandle, by yep. the way, and, and all the rest of us, but mainly the panhandle got trounced. And with this, good move. And he kind of follows the plan he had before where he reached out to disgruntled cops, firefighters, nurses, medical professionals, everybody that were in lockdown cities. Remember that? And he, had, and he invited them to come to Florida. Uh, they had... Uh, Hiring bonuses, too. I remember that. Yeah, you know, and well, helped him with housing. He's now billing Florida as a safe haven for Jewish students who don't feel welcome on campus. Any campus, not just the Ivy League ones. Uh, he announced yesterday that he's directed state officials to waive certain application requirements, make it easier for Jewish students to transfer here. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it is. Hey, you know what? Maybe if you're going to a Harvard or you're going to Yale or a Columbia or one of those places and you want to have that prestigious name still there and you're going to endure... Uh, or, you know, your dad's telling you you got to stick it out. Uh, but if not, you know, what was that? Where was that college, that little one in New York City where the kids were in the cafeteria hiding for, in, from? Oh, that one was uh, Cooper Union. So, I, yeah. you know, maybe if you go to a school like that, you're saying, hey, this is great. Let me switch to Florida. They, they don't get snow. Now, it might be a tough sell to the parents where it's like, Dad, I, I just don't feel safe here at Harvard. I know, son. Can you stick it out? Nope. USF. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Okay, so well, maybe Lynn University. I'm going to FAU instead, Dad. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it, don't you want your Harvard degree? Nope, I'm an owl, Dad. Yeah. It's, but uh, I mean, you know what? When it comes down to it, if you don't feel safe on campus, right? Why would you stay there? No, I don't care true. how prestigious your school is. It's true. It's if, it's, if it's a fearing, big concern. If you're fearing for your life, put it this way: It took Harvard how long to finally get rid of that creepy? president yeah and in you after then you told me you kind of deflated my big excitement yesterday when you told me she's still on staff making 850 grand a year and she wasn't fired for anti-semitism and doing nothing about it that's still just as bad as it was if yeah, not worse she was fired for plagiarism okay so they they find the loophole that was the that was the tax evasion charge instead they find plagiarism so she's still there which means who's her replacement or the interim president right now at harvard has to be just as bad because it had to be her second in command, right? Elise Stefanik, who's going to be running this commission investigating all of this stuff here coming up probably next month. She said nothing's changed. Nothing. It's gotten worse. So, I mean, if, if I had uh, – and if I were Jewish and my kid were going to school at Harvard or Yale or you know MIT or Penn or wherever it was that these schools are not protecting these kids, I'd be like, pack your bag, move now. I'm sorry. I, it, not, nothing's worth your life or nothing worth you being fearful every time you walk from class to class thinking you're going to get attacked. That's crazy. Sure, I went from Harvard to USF, but at least I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question for you guys. Yes, yes you yeah. don't mind. Um, what would you? Be, what, what would be considered? I guess the closest thing to Ivy League is it? Is it Miami because it's a private school? Yeah, like, probably here. Yeah, I'm just going by. 
I'm just going by what I've heard is that uh, UF, because of the admission standards. Mm. UF, you got to have like a 4.5. Yeah. You had to do perfect on your SATs or your ACTs or whatever. It's hard board. to get in there. They had you put test. Oh, you had to to even apply. So you yeah. haven't started a small business at 16? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And you haven't done 18,000 hours of community service yet? <gasps> Forget it. How many puppies did you save this year? You didn't save yeah, 5,000? Forget it. So it's become very elite because of the admission standards. Interesting. When, I guess it would be one when, of those two, right? Or maybe, yeah, somewhere in there. And it all had to do with Florida winning a national championship. Yes, it did. It always helps. The time that happened, next yep. thing you know, things. Because when I first moved to Florida, they were begging kids, begging kids, oh, yeah. parents to send kids to Florida oh, and yeah. Florida State, both yeah. of them. And they were tuition easy to was, get like, into. was like $4,000 a year. It was like nothing. Huh. Now it's $45,000 a semester. Yeah. They it's got more, absurd. more kids applying so they get up their standards, and now look at them. I mean, they're just as expensive. Miami and UF are just as expensive almost as some of these Ivy League schools, especially Miami. Miami's oh really expensive. private school. Yeah. yeah. All really right. expensive. Closer to home, got a very special birthday right across right across the water. We're not invited, but he lives right here. Have I told you lately that I love you? Big listener, friend of the show. And he looks great in spandex. No? He does not at all. <laughs> Rod Stewart has a birthday today. He's, Happy birthday, Rod. What did I say? From us and all 46 of your kids. Se- he doesn't have 46 <laughs> kids. You're right. 47 kids. <laughs> oh, no. He's 79. Wow. I think I how many him. kids does I don't know. He has a bunch of kids. I think they range in age from like 58 to 12. It's, it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> it's like you know, generational. Mick Jagger. Both of them. Oh, like, they just keep having kids. Yeah. Why it's not? like, Stop. Oh, oh look do. at what's his name. Pac- was it Pacino? Right. He just said he's like 85. He had a, he had just had a baby. Yeah. It's like, come on. Well, yeah, but unlike Rod, he had to go to court over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. when, you, when you date your daughter's best friend, Oof. there's a problem. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Just well, saying. happy birthday, Rod. <laughs> we just screwed that one all up. Happy um, birthday. Stop by, pick up your fair yeah, tickets. Yeah, the office is open at 9 if you want to pick up your fair tickets. <laughs> we got rapid fire coming up next. <laughs> we'll cover all the headlines, stuff you need to know just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time again. Let's inform you of some stuff, what's going on, so you can talk to people at work. Jen's got the first one. What's up? Well, I talked about this yesterday. Martin County School District uh, had applied for that pilot program. Oh, yeah. Uh, Went to be one of five districts in the state to go to year-round school. And then you could go on, and I remember mentioning this to my daughter, I guess, two days ago, and she went, What? And then you found out you could go online and you could vote one way or the other. And the district said whatever the parents say. Well, now the district is saying they have more questions than answers. <laughs> so they're going to oh back boy. out. I got a feeling it had everything to do with every parent in Martin County said, if you do this, we'll come and get you. Good. <laughs> so You know it, what, though? I'm glad there's like a backlash when people don't yeah, like something instead it, of just sitting there and taking it. Yes. She said my daughter said you could go online and you could leave a comment or vote, whatever. Oh. So I think every parent in Martin County uh, probably did that. And so they will not be having your around school. It's good in theory. Good. I understand that. You apply it to real life and it causes more stress, I think. Yeah, yeah I know the kids lose a little bit, but they get it back within about a month. If it takes that. You know what? It, and, and they weren't going to do it till the next, not this coming year, but the one after. But still, that's not enough time to plan. You're going to no. have other things in place. You're going to get programs, camps to change everything. And what about camps? Summer camps would go down the tube. Summer camps. There would be no yeah. summer. I think there's a right. lot of kids that go to certain kinds of camps where they learn more stuff. How about family vacations where you just yeah. go to maybe like a state park or something? That's all part of education. It's true. 
you can't replace family time or summertime or yeah. life experience. Kids I need agree. a mental break. Right. I need a mental break. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's truth. <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, see you later, guys. <laughs> uh, entertainment news. Get ready for more of this. Oh. Yes. Nice. It's in the works. you got to work on this title, though, Jen. Why? What's it called? Star Wars fans have another film to look forward to hitting theaters. Lucasfilm has announced The Mandalorian and Grogu. Oh, okay. That's brilliant. Sounds like a sitcom on CBS. <laughs> it's, it's like a buddy cop it Sounds sitcom. like a buddy cop thing. Yeah. Oh, Grogu. What is it, Mando? <laughs> that's so Mando. It's, oh, man. Uh, it's going to go into production later this year, though. A movie Good. is based, of course, around the Disney Plus series that was a hit, The Mandalorian. Kathleen Kennedy is the Lucasfilm president. I didn't know that. Mm. Said in a news story, it's a perfect fit for the big screen. It's, so it's huh? Yeah. It's it's the baby grow. It's the little baby. What is this? What do you call it? Little yeah, baby, baby Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. And is it going to be the what's his name? Pedro Pascal. Is it going to be him? He uh, he's been dipping out of it, but I guess he can. Come on, he can shoot a movie for four days, can he? Put, him in the or put somebody else in the suit. They cover him up anyway. Well, then, yeah, when they show his face, they just have him stand in. Yeah. You're true. It could be somebody else because you only saw his face at the end. Right. Yeah, yeah. They've only done it a few but times. But I thought they like retired because at the end of The Mandalorian, without giving away anything, which I will, I mean, he's on his little, you know, little yeah. plot of land that they gave him and his little hut, and it's yeah. got him and Grogu sitting on the porch. Well, well they, they said they were going to do either, what, one more season or a movie, so it sounds like they're just going to finish it off with a movie. This yeah, one's a little bit different, though. the money is. Oh, yeah. This one's a little different, though. Some of the uh, script has leaked out. Grogu is now a woke high school student. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> he goes to Skywalker High. <laughs> oh, no! And uh, gets into a lot of arguments with the Mando. Oh, jeez. Over uh. homework. He's, he's that may to, not be true. And he's best friends with Darth Vader's <laughs> great great grandson. That's right. Oh, no. That's right. He's turned to the dark side. Grogu is protesting, blocking bridges. And That's highways. right. That's right. Oh, no. It's, we can uh, only hope not. It's the woke Grogu. Oh, jeez. Woke Grogu. Woke Goo. Please. Oh, God. Please, oh, no. Oh, gosh. Well, this is something that I am looking forward to that, though. It's, that should be real. And John Favreau is directing. So I'm really so happy about that. Yes. Um, we mentioned this earlier, but we didn't get to cover it yet. Was Eric Spolstra? Oh, that's right, the head coach of the Miami <laughs> Heat. Oh yeah, this was actually it's it became a big story just you know sports business wise because you you clued me into this, Jen. I didn't know, but it was the richest contract for a coach in North American sports history. The Miami Heat Look resigned him. How much him. money they're paying him? Eight years, one hundred and twenty million dollar extension. It's good for him too. Didn't have to move. It's good for right. Mrs. Spolstra. Well. Yeah. About that. Oh, no. Divorce? Here's the thing. No. So they recently got divorced, actually. Oh, They've really? been married for a little while. They have a couple kids together and everything. And the funny thing, well, I'm funny, I don't know, but there are people saying, wow, the Miami Heat really like Eric Spolstra because they didn't finalize his contract until after, after his divorce. divorce was finalized. And you know that had part oh, it, to do with it. I think it did, yeah. And if he's a nice guy, he'll up the ante and he'll take care. Because if not, she can take him back to court because his salary has changed. You can do could, that. You could, right? Yeah. And and she will, if it was a, not an amicable divorce, which most aren't. I know. I never heard how that went, but I'm happy for him. I, I'm happy as a Heat fan. I mean, he's a fantastic coach. She will try to league. take it all if she marries somebody from the Lakers. Oh, you no. watch. <laughs> <laughs> moving to L.A. and I'm, moving, I'm marrying Magic Johnson. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not bad for a guy, too, who's been with the team for close to 30 years. He started as a video coordinator in his early 20s. Come on, really? So one organization, up. really. Yeah. Boy, isn't that rare? Good isn't for him, amazing? though. 
Well, I, and I, I'm sure he'll do right by his ex-wife and his children. So yeah, it'll be his kids. He'll take. Yeah, you. he has young kids. Yeah, unless so. the Lakers get to him. Well, okay, <laughs> moving right along. Did you guys the do? Uh, <laughs> did you do a dry January? No. I, I do a damp January. I drank myself to sleep wet. after the Dolphins lost on Sunday night. Oh, so no. Okay. That's how it starts. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, Miller Lite wants to help you if you're doing a dry January. Kind of late. I mean, almost halfway through the month here. Uh, they have come out with, this is horrible, oh, no. beer mints. There are mints that taste like Miller Lite beer. That's gross. That's disgusting. Ew. It's, it's if you're trying to cut down on your alcohol for the month. Now, here's the most disgusting part. For 40 mints, it costs you five bucks. Oh. <laughs> that tastes like Miller. Go to MillerLightBeerMints.com if you so desire. So how does this work? If you're driving, you get pulled over for a suspected DUI. Yeah, and you, yeah. Oh, you, know, and you smell and the, like beer. Yeah. And the cop's like, I can smell it on your breath. No, I swear it's just the mints, officer. Yes. Those are DUI mints. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Again, another example of combining two things that are fine on their own. You combine them, gross. Yeah, yeah, not me. Just thought I'd share if you want to. News-wise, this is happening tonight. A very, very sure-to-be boring debate between Ronda Sanis and Nikki Haley. Oh, God. And the only two hopefuls on the stage tonight's debate in Des Moines. Uh, Trump, obviously, not taking part. He's not going to debate anybody like that. Vivek Ramaswamy's not there. He just released a video this morning, though. He said, this is everything these two boring people are going to talk about. <laughs> so we kind of, like, stole their thunder already. <laughs> so he's That's not there. Funny. So it's it's Nikki Haley yes. and DeSantis. And DeSantis, Nikki, he calls Nikki, what does he call her? He said Nikki Haley is doing things that the corporations want her to do. I'll do things that the people want me to do. He's right about that. So uh, that's what he's basing his whole new campaign thing on. But they're fighting for second position. And they're Nikki, fighting, for yeah. fighting in hopes that some of these lawsuits stick with Trump, I think. That's, right. That's all I, I, it is. Because you don't have a shot. He's yeah. ahead. What's got 69% of the vote in Iowa, they said? Yeah. Right. I'll find out Monday what the caucus is. But I think the most interesting story coming out of the caucus next week. Wow, next week. It's um, Monday. Yeah. His, what does second place look like? Is it Nikki Haley? Is it Ron DeSantis? How close is, is Ramaswamy? And if it is Nikki Haley, how much did she beat DeSantis by? Right. Well, they said if it had anything to do with the the advertising, which could very well help her. She's spending 10 times more than everybody and else. And it's working in New Hampshire, which I thought of you, Bill, because you were up that way over the it holidays. Was, it was striking to see how much advertising was there. I mean, you couldn't escape her. A- apparently, she's 7% uh, percent behind, according to the polling. She's only 7% behind Trump in the New Hampshire primary. It was You couldn't escape a radio ad, a TV <laughs> ad, a billboard, those little road sign things. She was everywhere. Wow. Not Huge bad. money behind her campaign. And it's coming from... Another thing Ramaswamy talked about last week, he said it's coming from the big money managers that want her in there as a a, a Republican president that would advance a lefty cause. Great. And that's what she, she would win. do yeah. in, a, in a moment. Yeah. I, I, I don't get the, the attraction for her, but that's besides the point. Uh, we'll find out more next week. We will. What do you guys think about this? In a group chat, I'll finish off with this. Where I would be all been in like you know group text messages and things like oh, that. Oh sure, yeah. Sometimes like family you hate ones. It. Sometimes you don't. You know. Sometimes you like it, right? The family ones. Sometimes those are the worst. But I'm not <laughs> sure if I believe Kevin Hart here. Uh-oh. Oh, he what says, did he do? Well, now see the thing is, he says he's in a secret group, but now it's not a secret because he talked about it. He says he's in a secret action movie group chat with The Rock, huh. Mark Wahlberg, huh. Tom Cruise, huh. Harrison Ford. 
Oh, let's get all the the, the, the top stars together. Okay. Jet Li and Jackie Chan. A group chat? Like a text chat? That's what he says. That would be amazing. That's quite so the what, group wait, text, isn't it? What does he have to do with it? He's not a superhero. Like, and he's not like he's like Indiana Jones. He's, he's not. He's the comedic uh, relief. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should have been Ant-Man. He's about three feet tall. Yeah, well, That's so hey, true. They true. wouldn't have had to shrink him. No <laughs> 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 special effects. <laughs> I'm sorry. Save the money right there. I love Kevin Hart, but he is. He's a short little he guy. He is. I want to see some of that group text. Like, who's the funny? Like, like, what kind of, like, memes and, like, gifs oh, are they sending you? You know text? that The Rock's trying to always be on top. I can't, the I Rock can would that, be yeah. the guy texting in all capitals. Yeah. I could see that. I could see Harrison Ford being the guy, like, take me out of this. Yeah, really. Like, being really grumpy. I want to take a nap. Leave me alone. Stop texting He's me. He's old. Har- Harrison Ford probably he doesn't get out of the group chat. He's trying to, like, text his daughter or something. Right. He, my, I have a brother like that. I can see that. He, like, he, he sees, in a group chat, he sees one of the names. He's like, got it. <laughs> and, just, and you'll get some random text because you had to be included in a different group chat he's in. That's right. I bet that's Harrison Ford. I he would do that. that. Be, yeah. He's, yeah, he's one of the 18 people on this one. Go. I can see Tom Cruise being the guy that never te- Like, you'll never get yet. one text him in the group chat like every couple of weeks, but he just reads everything. He just does holidays. That's yeah. right. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. He does Scientology Day. Yeah. Uh, and who else was in that group? Jet Li and Jackie Chan. I think that, I feel like Jackie, well, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, because he even speak English still. Yeah, he's good at it. Nice. Yeah, but when they want to make fun of the other guys, they both start talking it's to Mandarin. Yeah. Yes, that's right. They'll say, <laughs> and Jackie Chan will send Mandarin text messages to go, ha ha. <laughs> I love Jackie Chan. I want to be a part of that message. I'm kind of interested. Can you right, imagine, well, though, if there was anything kind of like uh, offensive on there and that got revealed? Oh, gosh. That would end careers. It sure would. Oh, The Rock would come out on top. You know he would. He'd yeah. rat everybody out. He yeah, what do they say in private? Gosh, that'd be good to see. I'm up against, I'm up against Tom Cruise for a role. Well, let me take a screenshot. Yeah. of what he said last week. Look at this meme Tom Cruise said to us. And does The Rock ever make short jokes about Kevin Hart? Oh, all the time. I hope so. Yes. You know. In public. Does he too? Yeah, he does. That's terrible. <laughs> all right, we got a, uh, a non-explanation explanation from the Pentagon, finally, about the whole Lloyd Austin defense secretary thing, why that guy's been MIA. We got that to talk about. And uh, he had some rough weather in Florida, actually, to talk about, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We have also deployed Florida Highway Patrol troopers to the Panhandle who are actively escorting critical equipment and personnel into impacted areas. Well, that was before most of the really nasty weather hit the Panhandle yesterday. Bay County got hit. I think there were two separate EF2, weren't they? Yeah, two. and that's, Tornadoes? Yeah, there were four altogether, but the yeah. I think the first two were like EF1s or just EF0s. But the EF2s, it's 111 miles per hour to 135 miles per hour. Did a lot of damage. You'll see a lot of the video of that out today. Uh, some roofs were torn off. About 85,000 people at one point were without power. A uh, couple of homes absolutely destroyed. It's uh, it, fortunately no one was killed, which in itself is a miracle. Yeah. But uh, you look at that one house that just fell off the it looked like it slid off its foundation into the house next to it. It's like holy cow! Makes you wonder how good it was. Aren't they supposed to like bolt ho- houses down? <laughs> I mean, they forgot that part. They don't like, bolt doors down on Boeing planes I, yeah, now. So. Okay, yeah, you make a point there. I'm, I always thought, I always wondered. You know, you're you're building it into this foundation, didn't you? Just make sure it was stuck there. Yeah, Apparently it looked not. like it just slid and it's like leaning against the other house. 
Insurance agents is probably like, well, you just need another wind to blow it the other way. <laughs> we'll bring in a, we'll just bring in a bulldozer and push it back. Yeah, you'll be fine, sir. It should be interesting, though. It's a, that's a heck of a claim. But fortunately, no one was killed, and that's good news. But a lot of people displaced this morning. And uh, news-wise, in D.C., in the swamp, we finally got an explanation, kind of, sort of, about what the heck was going on with Lloyd Austin, why the defense secretary was MIA. This was the first Pentagon press conference since this whole thing went down. And this started, they said it was almost Christmas Day that he was rushed to the hospital because he is suffering, unfortunately, from prostate cancer. It's going on a while. Yeah, and and he went in for the surgery to treat the prostate cancer. Then apparently right after Christmas, there were complications, so they had to put him back in the hospital, and that's when he was in ICU. And then on January 1st, let's fast forward a couple of days, he did a Zoom conversation with the President of the United States and never told the President he was in the hospital. So uh, Fox sicked Peter Ducey on John Kirby, the Pentagon spokesperson. This is his opener. Why should we believe anything that this administration tells anything ever again? As it got, oh. as it went further, Kirby got more and more flustered, and he wound up just saying, "Well, we know it's not good." Okay, he was getting he was getting frustrated with uh, Ducey. You could logically argue that. Oh, admit, he's wait, wait, years old. wait a second. Just give me a second <laughs> here, Bub. I'll get there. If, if the administration made some sort of Machiavellian effort uh, across the board to just to to keep this from getting public, then I think your question has merit. And, and certainly is a fair one. I don't think it's a fair one because that's not what happened here. Pe- He's all upset. He's waving that's his not arms. what happened? Okay. Not what happened here, Peter. The guy was out of commission for how many days and no one in this administration knew, including the person that's supposed to take over for him when you're out of, out of the office. No. So we still have no answers, really. We just know why that's, he was sick. That's crazy is what that is. So just watch out for it. Uh, just one thing we'll leave you with. Did you? We, we should have put this up. Did you see the dog in Arizona got out of the kennel? And then try to open up all the other cages for the dogs so all the dogs would get out. Oh, it's, they, it's a uh, husky, isn't it? It was a little husky. And then, yeah. like, your, I thought a Cooper. And the, the, but unfortunately, he set off an alarm and the cops got there before they could all escape. But it was pretty cool. I'm thinking, smart dog. Just wanted a snack. That's it. Well, have a great day. We will be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Thank you so very much for being here. We know you have choices. Hopefully, we'll see you in the morning. Take care.